Hello, and welcome to UDL in 15 Minutes, where educators discuss their experiences with UDL. I'm Louie Lord Nelson, UDL author and leader. Today, I'm talking with Diana Grace Morris from Tiawa Kairingi Cluster 29 in Waineomata, New Zealand, and Bonnie Ramage and Catherine Wong from Konini Primary School, also in Waineomata, New Zealand. Today, these professionals are going to share how UDL helped teachers support the needs of specific students and how those teachers open that support to all of their learners. Hello to all of you. How are you? Good morning, Morena. Morena. Good morning. <laughs> it's wonderful to talk to all of you. Uh, Catherine and Bonnie, could you share a bit about Konini Primary School? Yeah. So we're... Look at the map of New Zealand on the bottom of the North Island, where the capital city, Wellington. We're about half an hour drive to our beautiful school, and we're set in the most gorgeous valley with lovely bush. So it's a lovely setting to come to school every day. And we're a small school of about 180 students, and <clears throat> we teach students from year one to year six, and then they go to intermediate at another school, and then they go off to um, college for their senior years. Yeah, so our school is quite uh, multicultural. We have a large group of Māori and Pacifica students at our school, so that's something we really value is the diversity that we have here. And probably one other thing that's been quite important to us over the past couple of years is we've been really developing our school curriculum um, based on the work of Valerie Hannon, so thinking about what it means for our students to thrive in a transforming world. Um, and so our curriculum is really localised based on our students, their needs and the needs of our community. Wonderful. And Diana Grace, could you share a little bit about Te Karingi, Cluster 29? Sure. I am a resource teacher for learning and behaviour, known here in Aotearoa, New Zealand as an RTLB. And I'm a member of a team of 20 educators and we are invited into schools to support schools with either one-to-one referrals with children or whole staff or whatever the need is for that school. And we're invited in to support and guide what is required. And we're called Te Kairangi because we connect with all the schools in this Hutt Valley area along the Awa, which is the main river that leads out into our harbour. Oh, that's wonderful. That's a neat explanation. Thank you. So as I said before, you are in New Zealand and people from over 56 countries listen to UDL in 15 minutes now. So that means a lot of variability in how we deliver our education. So what are a couple of things you want to highlight about education in New Zealand? Okay, so our curriculum is from level one to level eight, so from that primary right through to the end of the secondary education. And the the main vision is that we have students who are confident, connective, and actively involved lifelong learners. And so sitting alongside that, we have key competencies where they focus on managing themselves, relating to others, their thinking skills, and also our values of respect integrity in our learning areas, as well as focusing on our cultural diversity, inclusion, and community engagement. Another really important thing in our curriculum is that there's a big focus on teaching as inquiry, 
So there's a nice wee quote that talks about since any teaching strategy works differently in different contexts for different students, effective pedagogy requires that teachers inquire into the impact of their teaching on their students. And that's certainly a focus that we have at our school. Fabulous. Yeah, I think that what I would add and what I've noticed in my role is that a number of schools around New Zealand are starting to have conversations around the UN sustainability development goals and how those connect with the local curriculum so that they are a lot more visible. And one of the other second thing is conversations around what does it actually mean to decolonize our curriculum and the way we see school and education in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And that involves engaging more with the Indigenous Pacific frameworks around Māori and Pacific students. That's brilliant. I think it's interesting for everyone to hear how all around the world we're looking for ways to make our curriculum and our instruction inclusive of all of our learners. So it's just fabulous to hear these different examples. Thank you for sharing that. We talked earlier and you shared a story about a student who was not speaking in class and this kept him from participating fully, but his teacher saw that barrier was not in the learner and she chose to offer him some support. So could you share that story? So it's Catherine talking here. In the junior school, we had a number of students who were reluctant talkers and so our focus on UDL was how we can reduce the barriers for those students and support them in their writing. And so this classroom teacher looked at the framework and decided that with the representation for language and symbols to create a writing prompt that had like the who, the why, the where and the how. And she got engagement with the family to find out all the key people in his life and the places that he likes to go to. So she got all the people, the tools and the places and the things that he's interested onto this lovely support card that the child could flip through and independently begin to write his story because in the past he would just sit there and draw and because of his barrier of not wanting to communicate, couldn't get his ideas down. Right. What I love hearing is that involved in this was that inclusion of the parents and checking in with them. And I think when we focus on recruiting interest, uh, sometimes educators don't always think outside of the classroom. They don't think beyond that student. So I think it was just brilliant that you all turned to the parents and were able to pull some ideas from them. That's really exciting. So where did it go from there? So the class teacher realized this was great for this student, but then when you think about the diversity in the class that she identified other students, that this tool would be useful too. And so she, you know, she's got about three or four kids in the class who's using the same tool. So, you know, it went from one person, but then went wider. And that is such a wonderful example of how we might differentiate actually for one student. But then what UDL helps us do is remember that we need to provide 
opportunities and options to all of our learners and help them grow in that decision making. And that these other students said, hey, that's actually a good resource for me to use. And for the teacher to acknowledge that the resource wasn't limiting those students at all. And in fact, it was helping them grow. And that's just, that's really exciting to hear. And I know you guys have even another story about another student. So can you share that one too? Um, Hi, it's Bonnie. I'll talk about this. So uh, I co-teach in a year four to six senior class with another teacher who is a beginning teacher. So this is her first year uh, teaching in a classroom. And what she was noticing, she was working with a group of readers who were quite high functioning readers. So reading above the expected level for the age group. And she was noticing that there was a student in that group who seemed really disengaged in her learning and not really joining in or participating in the guided reading sessions. And so she decided to sit down and have a conversation with her about um, what she was finding challenging or what she wasn't enjoying, just to get some student voice about maybe um, what her barriers were and how we could support her in her learning. And she decided that she wanted a little bit more extension so she was really keen to be moving on and reading some novels. So something we use in New Zealand is uh, school journals, and these are sort of short articles or stories or poems that link quite nicely to the topics and context we're learning about in the classroom. And because she'd been reading these for a while, she felt like actually doing a novel study would be more engaging for her. So my co-teacher took this on board, and she actually put out a message on Facebook. We have a New Zealand teachers page So she asked other educators for some advice about novels that would be at that level that these students were reading at that would cover some of the topics and context we were learning about in the classroom. And once she received these, she put them together for the students and said, these are some suggestions about the topics that we're learning about. Um, Have a look, find out some information about these books, do a bit of reflection and decide what is it that you think would be most engaging for the group. So together, those students worked together about these books and found out what they thought would be um, most engaging for them to read about. And from there, they've planned a novel study and they've been doing a novel study this term. So we've noticed a real shift in the way the student is thinking about their learning and engaging in the reading now. And we've also noticed that this has actually shifted her engagement across curriculum areas. So I think really having that voice and that ownership in her learning has made a big difference to how she feels about herself as a learner. Yeah, this example is so exciting to me because it's an example of extension. Like that's the word you used, Bonnie. And understanding that this learner was disengaged because she just wasn't feeling challenged. I think a lot of times people narrow UDL to thinking about supporting learners who maybe need extra support and scaffolding, and they think of that in a different way. And this one, it's the flip. And I'm hoping that people take to this because you've given such a wonderful, wonderful example of how when we interview that student and find out, oh, this is why she's disengaged. And oh, we need to provide her with some extension with some more challenge. And then she took that on. And then to have other students blossom with this, that it's just so wonderful to hear. You guys must really love where you're working. And it sounds like UDL is spreading really nicely among your staff. Is that true? 
Yeah, this is Bonnie. I think so. Like the story that Catherine talked about with the student within the classroom she co-teaches in, that is something, you know, that writing framework is something that we've actually applied to a couple of students in our classroom as well. So I think what's really nice is we make time and we get to share our stories and share what we're trying and think about how not only will it work in our classroom, but how do we apply it to other classrooms as well and who might be the learners that might benefit from the different things that we're trying. It's Catherine here. I just want to say Diana Gray said something in one of our PLD sessions about making students shine and that's something that's stuck with me, you know, for students who find learning challenging. You know, what are we doing to make sure that they're feeling positive and good about themselves and their learning and how they see themselves as a learner? So that's something that's, you know, resonates really strongly with me. And it's Diana Grace here, that when working with the staff and we were talking about just doing one small thing, one small thing in the area of engagement, one small thing in terms of representation or action expressions, this one little thing that you can try in the classroom so that this is one little thing you don't need to be doing this really big thing and get beside the laminator and the photocopier and make this amazing resource. It just might be um, something small. Yeah. Yeah. So you're really making UDL feel accessible to everyone. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because I think um, from my experience and just the absolute joy and delight of working in Kornani School is that everyone is committed to inclusion. Everyone is committed to equity. It's just how does that play out and how does that look for us when we walk into a classroom and how we approach teaching and learning? Yeah, it's Bonnie Mm -hmm. here. And I think one of the things that I really liked when we started looking at the UDL framework was, you know, we talked about it, that it's just effective pedagogy, Mm. you know, and it's just, you know, variability is the norm. So it's predictable and we can plan for it and make sure that we're thinking about what it looks like in our classroom. And so I think for me, that was a shift because what I found was often when I was planning, I was thinking about the outcomes and the tasks And so this has put a real lens on my planning for me about how I can add in those different areas like the engagement and the action and expression to make sure that the learning is accessible for everybody. So I'm not just thinking about the outcome, but I'm actually thinking about the opportunities that I give my students to reach those different outcomes. And I think that's quite exciting. Diana Grace here. One of the things that we talked about is that we also have variability within our staff and that the way we will all approach things will be different. And I think that it was just a really positive message for everybody to hear that we weren't going to approach universal design for learning in the same way. And it wasn't just what you know about UDL, but the sense that you make of it in this time and at this moment. Absolutely. Well, we have definitely reached our 15 minutes and it always goes so quickly, but I want to thank each of you, Bonnie and Catherine and Diana Grace for participating. We are talking across oceans. I'm here in the Eastern time zone of the United States and you're there in New Zealand and the wonders of technology have brought us together. Thank you so, so much. Thank you're you. welcome. Kakatiana. Thank you very much, Louis. So for those listening to this podcast, you can find supplemental materials like an image montage with closed captioning, that montage with audio descriptions, a transcript, and an associated blog at my website, theudlapproach.com forward slash media. And finally... 
If you have a story to share about UDL implementation for UDL in 15 minutes, contact me through the udlapproach.com. And thanks to everyone for your work in revolutionizing education through UDL and making it our goal to develop expert learners.